It's the apocalypse, end of days, the judgment day, the end of the world, my friend. <laughs> I'm becoming Brundle Fly. I want to kill everyone. Satan is good. Satan is our pal. Don't forget your gold plugging. Motherfucker, I'm trying to watch the last boy. It's all ball bearings now. That's bone. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. I want to feel the spit coming out of my mouth on their face while I'm fucking thunderously laughing at the line. Okay. <laughs> now that that's out of the way, I'll finish my. <laughs> Greetings and welcome to Intermission, a movie podcast where we like to take a good old-fashioned intermission before we discuss films that many people have deemed unacceptable. Yeah. Is that it? Is that no, sure. unacceptable now? <laughs> they are unacceptable. Right, and those, this movie unacceptable. And those, of course, are my co-hosts. Behold, Mark uh, on oh, Skype. A wizard shit. approaches. <laughs> hi, Mark. Uh, hi, I'm Mark. I'm, I'm here. Other co-host here, Joshua, sitting here. Hey, Josh. Hello. How how you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> I love that. I love that you're doing well. Uh, My grammar is proper. <laughs> it feels like it feels like that moment when you're sleeping at your friend's house for the first time and his parents get into a really horrible fight and your buddy's just like, I'm sorry. And you're just like, hey man, I just wanted to play some Sega CD. This is weird. <laughs> well, those are the shitty parents. <laughs> <laughs> but they had a Sega CD. I mean, I didn't have one of those. No one had those. That one kid did. I rented one once. Oh boy, I had one. Whoa, buddy. Fucking money bags over there. <laughs> well, I chose I chose wrong for every like system. You know, there was like the Dreamcast, and then there was like I see. Sega Genesis, and I got like the Dreamcast. I, I don't know. I, just, I went wrong all the time. The Dreamcast was an acceptable yeah, choice. Dude, the Dreamcast ruled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you should have waited though, because they were like twenty dollars for the rest of time <laughs> after they first came out. And then you could get the games yeah, for absolutely. free. They still are twenty dollars yeah. somewhere, probably. They pay you to take them. Yeah. <laughs> So this uh, episode, we watched the hit movie 2012. Well, I wouldn't say hit. Was it a hit? It made some money. And uh, this was Josh's pick. Josh, you want to say anything about your pick? Yeah, really. I just couldn't think of anything because I forgot it was my pick and we were already doing a John Cusack movie. So I was like, uh, you know, like a little kid looking around the room for, like trying to make up a name where he's like, uh, my friend is Tricks. Coffee filters. I was just like John Cusack. You mean Maxwell Hauser? <laughs> Maxwell Hauser. <laughs> wow. John Cusack, 2012. <laughs> that one. At least it was real. And and now we have back to back Cusack. I know our Cusack block. So yeah, See, there's a lot of pressure on me to go Cusack all the way for the uh, you know across the across the board. The trifecta. But you know what? You get to do whatever you want. Oh, That's kind of how I feel. But I'll still be shamed regardless. Well, you'd be shamed anyway. Oh, yeah. Before we get to our intermission, we all have some reviews. Unless anyone else wants to go first, specifically. Oh, is it me? Was that you? (laughs) Was that me being thrown under the bus? All right. You can go first. There is a moment at the end when all the engines stop spinning, when all the voices have gone silent, when the hum of that thunderous clap has subsided and the echoing has ceased to ring. As the skies around you melt into darkness, as the ground falls upwards and the oceans turn to wind, it will not be the end that you will find most difficult, but letting go of once what was. There you go. Let it go. That's it. Believe in it. Believe in yourself. <laughs> that, that was it? That was you it. You wrote a poem? Yeah. It was you wrote actually... a poem for this movie. I, 
I felt like there had to be just a semblance of creativity right. <laughs> associated with this movie. <laughs> this movie does not deserve a poem or a flower. I had to put in just one minute of effort for the. Mark's one of those like art guys. Oh boy, I'm all sensitive and shit. <laughs> He's a sensitive man of the '90s, like us all. <laughs> yep, and that's why you guys have Bernie Sanders now. You can thank us. Who has Bernie Sanders? <laughs> the world. The world. Oh, thanks, thanks to us. <laughs> Well, yeah, because he's not going to win, but it's a step in the right direction where people are thinking about voting for... He's out there now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a replicating thought. Mm-hmm. Weekend with Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is essentially just a meme. Yeah. <laughs> <for> progressive agenda. <laughs> yes. Thanks to us, the Intermission Podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll do mine then. Okay. Hold on to your butts. Holding, holding on to my butt. No. Dotson. <laughs> <laughs> we got Dotson here. There you go. The end is nigh. In 2009's 2012, director Roland Emmerich answers our most asked questions. Are all the schizophrenics and conspiracy theorists correct? Is every mentally ill person who says the world is ending correct? Is everyone who calls into Coast to Coast totally on the level? (laughs) (laughs) This movie was based on a ludicrous theory written with no originality and still managed to let you forget all of those no fucking way moments and replace them with intense drops down holes with airplanes (laughs) this movie could have been complete shit but instead roland shows us his russian stereotypes and gives us a glimpse into glimpse into what the world would look like if it were actually thoroughly destroyed thoroughly it was pretty thoroughly destroyed it was pretty thoroughly destroyed for about two hours (laughs) he didn't fuck around he gave 110 percent sufficiently (laughs) fuck that earth up fuck you my turn yeah, Josh, and I, I expect something, too, because this was, you know, your pick. My counterpoint is that it was complete shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I hear a dog. It's, <laughs> An- it's Anna. <laughs> should I wait for Anna, or should I just I don't know. Out? I guess we could have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's our studio dog. All right, go for it. All right. 2000, 2012. Is a maggot-infested garbage baking under the hot sun on Garbage Island. The whole movie seems as if a producer sat up in the middle of the night and went, No one's made a 2012 movie yet. Well, better shit one out. And shit they did. Yes? First, the movie starts with some stupid fucking scientist shitting on your brain. Rambling about how the sun is evil or some stupid shit like that. Then, for two hours, the movie rapid-fires great barrages of liquid species directly into your eyes and ears. Every now and then, it breaks from being shit on, just so we can hear some dumb characters saying some dumb shit and doing some dumb crap that no one really fucking cares about, because no one really gives a flying fuck about any of these characters in this movie. (laughs) Then, more shit. Then, a stupid fucking boat or something. Then, it's over, and you're left feeling like you're covered in crap, feeling shit on. 2012. I remember that shit, and it was pretty There gross. was literally a part in the movie where the characters got covered in shit. Yes. And I remember thinking about that, too, going, like, they didn't have to do that, but for some reason they really they thought that would med- make sense. Like, they're metaphorically shitting on you and your intelligence by making this movie, <laughs> and that they actually want a visceral moment in the movie yeah. where they shit on their characters. There was, yeah, there was a level of self-awareness in there that was just outstanding. Yeah. And horrible. And <laughs> terrible. Like, this is you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Now the characters are shit, shit on just like you are. I think it was like his fucking idea of what like Americans would think of other people. (laughs) Wait, what? Uh, Like. (laughs) Who? uh, The director. Is he a foreigner? Emmerich? Yeah, I believe so. I don't even think he was there for most of this movie. (laughs) Yeah. 
He was just like writing his name and <laughs> signing like, contracts. Fucking telecommuted this shit. You think so? Uh, what could he have tried? 80% of the movie is fucking CG. Yeah. So it's like. It was beautiful CG. Oh, God. That was all right. I don't think it held up. <laughs> you don't think so? No, I was. There was some. Like the scene when they're flying through LA as it's falling apart. I mean, the things you were seeing were cool, but it didn't look good. I Maybe, see, the thing is, I just watched 2012 with The Rock like a week before I watched this movie, I which know. is essentially the same thing, except like, yeah, it made this movie oh, look like San, fucking crap. San, San Andreas. <laughs> San Andreas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, which... I didn't see that one yet. Oh, it's good. It rules. Because that was like last year, and that the was The Rock that fights an earthquake. Well, The Rock's great. He really does. Yeah. He punches the ground and like... Into submission. Yeah, and it stops. I think, I think it was a good choice for Cusack not to take his role too seriously. Also, because he was kind of a little, you know, Cusacky and jokey, and I think if he would have took his role a little more seriously, like he did in The Raven, his character wouldn't have worked out. Because he mm. was he was a believable dad. Yeah, and the fact that he was a man with a child, <laughs> yeah, whose life he put into danger numerous times. Not that that matters when the world's literally crumbling the dust around you. And that's kind of what I just told myself. I'm like, why would you take your kid there? But I'm like, oh, I guess it doesn't matter if you die; they die yeah. anyway. So there's a toxic waste sign. Let's climb this, climb this fence and see what's going on. Oh my god! Oh look, a dead moose. Let's go fucking lick its asshole. <laughs> I don't remember that part. Yeah, I think that was in the movie. Oh really? Oh geez, I'm sorry. Yeah. It must have been in the director's Spoiler. cut. <laughs> Spoiler. Sorry. Moose ass asshole. Just the director's <laughs> weird moose butthole fetish part. Where Stick your like finger a... in moose butthole. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think we need this, sir. <laughs> Tarantino with his feet. Emmerich always makes sure he has moose assholes somewhere in the movie. <laughs> I need 15 moose assholes. Is he Russian? <laughs> oh, now he, wait. Oh, he's Russian now. No, that's the Russian guy speaking the part for him. Why? Oh, got it. <laughs> because he directed him too. He's not the actor. <laughs> oh, he. He was de- he was delegating the uh, the moose asshole. Fuck you guys! <laughs> I need thirty moose assholes so Eric will be very pissed with me. I need a suitcase full of buttholes. Emric. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and start that intermission um, so we can decapitate this fucking movie's head off because I think I have. Yeah, some stuff to look say. at the asshole. Yeah, shit down its neck. <laughs> Fuck this movie. See how he yeah. likes it. Fucking metal. Okay. So uh, grab your J's. And today's intermission is brought to you by Chillip. Oh. It's like a chiller Philip, I guess, if you will. Fucking yeah. Wait. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what either of those things are. Chillip is the name of the joint. Oh, um, it's like idiot. the type of weed. It's a CBD hybrid, huh. which is supposed to be, I think, one of those like I'm fucking GMO weed. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Monsanto I'm weed, still smoking smoking the weed you got me like a year ago. At least it's quality, grown yeah. in Northern California. Fucking lad, yeah. <laughs> bringing jobs back to America. <laughs> fucking Illuminati, fucking weed. Bernie Sanders. This is Bernie Makes Sanders you weed. vote for fucking Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how I vote. Um, I'll let you guys know after I smoke this weed if it makes yeah. me choose Hillary or yeah. Bernie. Make America great again. There's no Trump weed. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, it's called fucking PCP. It makes <laughs> oh. you go fucking out of your mind. And all you take it and you're like, I'm fucking, I hate black people and I think I can stop this moving car. So don't smoke some weed. <laughs> all right, yeah, let's uh, start the intermission. Right. Oh, is it me? Do I clap? No, you usually say, like, we'll be right back. That's like the one thing you do. Oh, okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> Perfect.
See, I'm already fucked up because, like, the movie's called 2012, but it was made in 2009. Do you think we would have been more frightened if we had uh, been living not in 2016 and maybe before 2012 hit? Oh, like, if we were reviewing this movie before the Mayan Day of the Dead thing happened? Yeah, so, like, maybe we'd be like, maybe it could happen. Maybe. You know, I didn't give a shit about, like, the day of. Like, it was, like, in December when the world was supposed to end. Like, December 20-something, uh, It's a, the solstice, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even fucking think about it, but I was sitting in my room that night. And, like, just, like, steep fucking 2012. And then there was, like, this deafening fucking crash. Shut up. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's real. <laughs> We're all fucked. Like, it's happening. It's happening. Oh, my God. I'm an idiot. And, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I was the idiot all along. And then well, I looked outside I and idiot. just a fucking bolt of lightning hit a tree. I think I'm right on the way. <laughs> George Nori knew. And I'm like, ha, ah, explainable. Fuck you, science. Yeah. <laughs> I remember on the, um, what was it, Y2K? Mm-hmm. My my the block I lived on lost power like an hour before it happened. Really? Yeah. So I was like, you know, a young buck flipping out. I think I was throwing up by midnight that night. Yeah, you were. <laughs> but I do remember watching that Prince song over and over. Nineteen ninety nine. All right, let's start this fucking movie. Yeah, Roland Emmerich. <laughs> That's right. And you may remember him from better movies like Independence Day. Rolling with my homies, Emmerich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we start out and we're in space, buddy. Holy shit, we're in space. And there's a fucking solar flare. But we're in 2009 at this point, too. Yeah. We have Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah, nice. <laughs> driving in India to meet an Indian, uh, presumably. As one as one does. Yeah, are they geologists? He's yes. Chiwetel's a geologist. Yeah, but friend is a nuclear physicist or some kind of physicist. Particle physicist? Yes. Solar? No. The yeah. space nerd kind. No, I think they're geologists. No, no, because he says it at one point. He's an astrophysicist. Oh, no. Boom. Oh, that's right. Because he was researching the sun. Because when the, um, who's the, uh, who's the, uh, the guy in a tuxedo at the party? That's Ejiofor. No, no, um, the, the white The white dude. guy? Yeah. Oh, you mean the evil politician man? Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, evil yeah he's a bad guy. His name's Evil Politician Man. Oh, yeah. Because at one point he's like, what is there, a geological emergency? And everyone is like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't. And you can tell immediately that he's a fucking buttfucker. No, right away, as soon as you meet EPM, you're like, this dude is not, like, down for it. Yeah, so the main character, Chiwetel, his name is Adrian, and he's talking to his friend. His friend's essentially telling him that what's going on is the planets are aligning in a way that is making the earth's core hotter oh i totally missed that part something with the sun it's just complete gobbledygook yeah. right <laughs> it's absolute nonsense oh so the planets are affecting the earth because i just thought those two things were unrelated it was something with like no they were related. solar rays and the sun lighting up and the planets oh because it was the neutrinos <laughs> the neutrinos that's what it was yeah there was like i don't know really what a neutrino is so i can't really speak for it so i thought i thought it was like the sun was cooking the earth, but then at the same time, the earth's core was, like, dying. He said it was, like, acting like a microwave. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. He, call- he calls it something, too, later. It's like... Oh, oh, uh, something um, cross theory or something. Yeah, earth like, di- earth crust displacement. Yeah, that's it. Theory. No, that's a real theory. I mean, it's wrong, but it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's something that could someone actually thinks that could happen someday is what you're telling me? No, I mean, there's just there's geologists that no. have theorized that the Earth's continents shift rapidly instead of slowly. And so, like, everything 
moves my, like thousands of miles to the left or some shit like that. With neutrinos? No, no neutrinos. <laughs> neutrinos barely interact with actual matter. Are we talking about Pangea? What? No. Reprendria. Because they found things in like Antarctica, or like where there was woolly mammoths that were flash frozen and had food in their mouths still. Bummer. And so they were just like, "Ooh, well, the continent must have moved quickly." (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but what's quickly? I mean, any. I mean, quick enough that it would freeze an animal who was eating green grass at that point. (laughs) Well, and like any movement of the planet is quickly. Like, (laughs) well, I mean, you're talking about the continent. You would know if the continent shifted a thousand fucking miles to the left in a few in a few minutes, (laughs) because that movie would be what would happen. (laughs) I I bet I wouldn't know because I'd be dead. I saw this cartoon online once where it was like two dinosaurs and they were like hanging out and one was like, hey man, okay, we can fuck, but we can't tell anybody about this ever. And then like in the background, you see a meteorite hitting the, like whatever. And then the next scene is like them in a museum set up to be fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone knew. And everyone was just staring at him fucking. <laughs> uh, that sucks. So National Geology Crisis. And that's where he meets that evil, evil politician yeah. guy who obviously wants to be the president. Yeah. Um, and I guess he yeah. believes him. Yeah, the cool because yeah, the cool thing about this movie though, like, is not like, hey, we have three weeks to fix this problem. It's like, right, this is going to happen in like three, four years. Right. So we got to start again, and then all the governments of the world are like, all right, let's let's figure it out because there's no fixing it. Yeah. Then they and then like at this part, they're just going through like 2009, 2010, yeah. 2011, and it's like. Showing you all the stuff, and then we finally get to 2012, and it's John Cusack. Drive a limo. I like that you had one year left, and you couldn't even finish it. <laughs> oh, wait. Is Danny Glover introduced before that or after that? Uh, It's after that, because he's like, oh, no, you're going to wish you would have taken a shower first. And he's like, Adrian's like, why? And he's like, because you're about to meet the president. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I think, because like he, Danny Glover, is at the national summit with the world leaders and he goes i would like a moment alone with the presidents of the united whatever the country the year the continents and then he goes mr presidents this is of grave importance this is like the end of the world and then he says that and then it's john cusack waking up like that's like he's like oh oh and he's like i'm so late <laughs> yeah but he's like sleeping on a couch and he's obviously probably kind of a shitbag he's a divorcee yeah he's a bachelor again that, uh, that's why I hate, I hate this movie has like the character, like the the piece of shit father who can't get his shit together, the like cunty ex wife, the yeah. like oblivious like new guy, and then like the son who like hates his dad for not being around, and then like the eccentric daughter. I'm like, it's yeah. all those characters, and I hate all of them. Although I was surprised by a few deaths later on, though. Well, that's what I was saying. The story is very predictable and like yeah. characters, but. The weird random things. A lot of them I didn't expect, except when they did them again and again. <laughs> <laughs> the same effect. So Cusack's getting up. He's his car doesn't work. He's got to go meet his kids. He happens to apparently be a limo driver, or he just broke into a limo <laughs> <laughs> and then drives to see his kids. And apparently they're going camping at Yosemite. No, Yellowstone. Whatever. That's the problem, is they drive to Yellowstone like it's fucking as close as Yosemite. How far is Yellowstone from LA? It's gotta be like a thousand miles. A thousand? No way. It's probably a good day drive. Dude, it's like a thousand miles. Should I Google this right now? Fuck yeah. Okay. Google it right now. Yeah, but like, they could go to Yosemite and like, you know, top six hours. You wanted to show them that lake where their mom made out. 
or some shit. <laughs> the lake where I made you. I don't know. They, I felt like they seemed <laughs> ill-prepared for like a trip that far if they were going that far. Well, no, because it, it, that was just like kind of an indicator of who he was as a person. Like the mom was kind of like, okay, well, make sure you have this. Make sure you that. He's like, I got it. Don't worry. I got it. And then he's like, mm. oh, okay, we'll just jump in the back of the limo. We'll figure this out as we get there. And it's like, you always do this. He's like a teenager of a man. Yeah. And she's tired to take well, care of him. Well, he is an author. Uh, right. He is an author. We find he's an author and he's written up. He's been published, <laughs> as she says, to her husband. Or I guess it's her boyfriend now, but he's a fucking douchebag. Let me tell you this, though. Mm. I don't think he's that much of a douchebag. Yeah, dude. And he's a fucking plastic surgeon. Although my worst line for the movie is said by him. Is it when they're in the grocery store? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's not say it. Yeah. Okay. I, I do do y'all want to guess how long it takes to drive from LA to Yellowstone? No. Okay. Tell us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 16 hours. Yeah. See, it's like an all yeah. day fucking thing. Like. Yeah. And he's driving by himself with two kids, one who hates him and the other one who wants to sing <laughs> 1930s country songs. In a limo. And the other one who pisses every time she falls asleep. Yeah, and then when they finally fucking get there, he makes them hop a fence that says fucking restricted area with a steaming hole. And then they stand on the hole. <laughs> yeah. And they see like a rotting animal in the middle of it, which is like the universal indicator for like, don't fuck with this area. And they were like, hey, let's go check it out. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. So they're staying there and then uh, they get caught by like, I don't know who's there, just the government, the FBI. So they they take Cusack and his kids and they're like, you can't be here. But for some reason, they want to chat with them because he want the government. Make sure they're not spies or you some think shit. So? Yeah. Well, they've already like established a point that they'll kill anybody who threatens the secret. Right. Because they killed the Louvre guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. The director's car explodes. Oh, my God. Because he was going to do a press conference and tell everyone what was going on. In the same tunnel that Princess Diana died. That's right. The murder tunnel. Moment of silence. R.I.P. R.I.P. Princess die killed by publicity. Right. That's what you think. It was paparazzi. <laughs> she wasn't assassinated by the queen, of course. Yeah. Okay. America's sweetheart. <laughs> we should just we should talk about conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories the entire episode. I'm loving it. I, I, I love the conspiracy theories because after uh fucking Adrian gets a boner for John Cusack and his book. Um because yeah. apparently he had to read his book. Literally literally about what is going on in this movie. He wrote a fucking book yeah. that was the plot of this movie. Yeah. It was about, like, people escaping Earth in a fucking spaceship because the Earth was going to yeah. end. Yeah. And the geologist happened to be reading it <laughs> at that time. Yeah. And he's like, hey, aren't you Jackson Tyler or whatever the fuck his name is? Aren't you Bookie McBookie <laughs> that it, wrote this fucking book? <laughs> his name was Jackson. But he was, like, really sure fawning am, over him. I loved it. It was, like, his favorite one of his favorite books. If his, if his kids weren't there, he probably would have sucked his dick. I think so. Can we agree I, on that? Yes. Joshua? No. Two out of three ain't bad. Uh, But yeah, so then after they leave, they're walking by and you see Woody Harrelson. Creepy. um, Who is apparently an insane conspiracy theorist. Is he insane? Well, Well, it sounded like he was completely fucking rational. When he first walked by him, uh, Woody's like, hey, what did they say to you? And uh, there's like pine cones in his hair and shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, they just wanted to know why we're here. And then Woody's like, <laughs> is that what they told you, man? KFC chicken, son? Yeah, he looked like a literal. Let me touch your kids. Fucking insane <laughs> person. They got and, pretty feet. Let then, me smell their hair. And John Cusack's like, uh, all right, roll them up. <laughs> Let's go. We're just going to get over here. All right, buddy, later. And he like slowly edges his kids away from him because Woody seems like a fucking legitimate homeless person yeah. who they somehow don't realize that they're actually camping directly next to 
Um, and he has his own like pirate radio you know, station, which you could get anywhere in the world. Right. Literally, he can pick it up. He picks it up in L.A. later on. He picks yeah. it up in L.A., which apparently is 16 hours away from Yost. You know. He did have a big antenna. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> he might have had multiple antennas. All right, calm down. Yeah, so uh, Cusack sees him in the trailer. Um, he cruises over there and is like, what are you doing? He's like, I know all about this weird shit. Here's the plot. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what's going on and the information you need to progress further in this storyline. I was in contact with a NASA scientist who told me what was happening and the John Hughes is like wait that guy I know that guy he helped me write my book and he's like yeah he's dead like what boom dead boom dead pow yeah 2012 yeah he's 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 an insane conspiracy guy but like apparently but he's right among one of the many coincidences in this movie and I mean many coincidences in this movie <laughs> he knew that guy and the guy was about to say something and die yes. I guess and then John Cusack takes one of his beers and leaves yeah his last beer fucking piece of shit yeah. he called it a road beer <laughs> he doesn't leave the house very often but at this point though the the world is starting to like fall apart like there's sinkholes everywhere there's like mass suicides in like you know Mayan temples, like 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 LA has earthquakes over and over, and they're just leaving huge gaping cracks. And like the news reports are kind of like, yeah, you know, these are things that happen. It's cool, like don't worry about it. Like the sun goes through these things every couple thousand years, and like we're we're fine. We're we're fine. And LA radio stations like you're not gonna let some fucking earthquake scare you, right? Like call us in with your best sinkhole story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. This is LA. Like, they used to have earthquakes and shit. Yeah. Well, just, like, American culture on a whole, like, you know, like, things, like, it was, like, the movie, like, Left Behind, where, like, everyone got raptured up. Mm -hmm. But, like, the government was, like, oh, it was, like, you know, the way the sun, like, hit the earth that, like, melted people, like, whatever. And people were, like, all right, well, time to go back to work. You know, like, even, even now, where it's, like, yeah, massive toxic spill in china is poisoning the water people are like oh man that sucks oh well i gotta gotta go work gotta get to work tomorrow like people are so eager to like not care about like the world falling apart around them that it's possible that like this could actually be happening and people are just not seeing it and then the people who did think about it like only had pickles in their fridge and only ate pickles and beer <laughs> for, for dinner every day wake up sheeple well you've seen left behind nope <laughs> <laughs> I would never admit that. <laughs> I haven't think seen like it. The president wouldn't even make an excuse for the rapture. He'd just be like, "America, I just want to let you know that all the shitty people have been called up to heaven to suck each other's dicks up there and be fucking crappy people to each other, and we're free from yeah. orgy. <laughs> Welcome to the new earth. Be gay. Be whatever you want. Have fun. Fuck them." That was um. You ever see that movie came out in like the eighties called Miracle Mile? Mm-mm. No. It was like one of those throwaway eighties movies, but like what happened was. Russia launched all their nuclear weapons at America and like no one knew about it. But then like this one politician girl found out about it like three hours before it was about to happen. And she was happened to be at a diner and she like tells this random guy. She's like, just so you know, this is happening. You know, get the fuck out of here. So then like the movie is him trying to like get his like girlfriend before whatever. But the final scene before the new kits, it's just people in the streets just fucking and like stealing shit and like jerking off in corners and it's just like complete chaos that's kind of like how i f was thinking this was gonna end up yeah yeah but everyone just kind of like staring around the tv and times square being like i believe in you mr <laughs> president like really people, you. people come together during disasters mark not everyone's urine smells like pickles and beer <laughs> you know some people come together for the greater good i feel like a lot of that was directed at me <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think your urine's fine. It's I'm mostly talking about uh, Woody's urine. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> don't you remember he only had pickles in his fridge? Oh, I remember. Pickles and beer. Pickle. Yeah, that's all he had in his fridge was like... Pickle cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was doing the pickle cleanse. So like... Yeah, and John Cusack found one piece of information from Woody Harrelson important, though. Yeah, Woody Harrelson was like, they're making spaceships, man, whatever. Right, so Woody like essentially is saying that you know, the rich people are going to live, they're creating these ships right now, and you can buy a ticket for it. You guys like you and me can't afford it. But, uh, you know, there will be these people on these ships, you know, and obviously it sounds insane because he's saying they're going to go to space. Yeah. But there are ships being made. Yeah. Cusack picks up the kids and the kids are like, we're going on a ship. You're going to die and we're going to live. The Russian guy's kids. Yeah. And then Cusack hears that and he's like, oh shit, man. Yeah. So the Russian guy has some fucking really bratty kids. You can, they're establishing basically that they're filthy rich also. Yeah. Um, he owns a boxer named fucking Zoltar or something <laughs> like that. Zoltar. I'm not fucking joking. That's his son. Oh no, it was no, Zoltan. It no, it was, he goes, we're a family of fighters. No, it's not his son. He took his sons with him. He didn't leave his oldest first son behind uh, to die in the fucking earth crumbling. Yeah, hey, man, he you got to pick and choose. He only got like three tickets. No, I think So he, instead of picking the fighting fit, like, heir to his throne, he picks the two fat fucks that can't do anything <laughs> to live with them in the fucking future? I don't think... I, I think he owned that guy. Yeah, it was like he was promoting him. Like, yeah. yeah, so after the guy falls and the boxer fails out... He essentially goes home, he packs, and they all pack, and John Cusack, we discover, is their limo driver. <laughs> Yuri calls him to pick up his two sons, and his two sons are just fucking dicks, and John Cusack doesn't appear to like them very much, and, like, bangs into them, and they get all mad, and they're fucking douches. But then when they leave, he's like, we're about to go on a big ship, and we will live, and you will die. And John Cusack's like, uh-oh. Wait a minute. Maybe like a you... crack forms right underneath his limo, right when he says that? Yeah. Like, huh? <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> yeah and so and then he's like oh fuck this is really happening i'm gonna yeah. get a fucking airplane right now and he gives this really cheap watch to uh some, some random plane guy some random plane guy and he's like i need to rent this plane right now um he runs back to get his family and just as he's running back to save his family a huge earthquake happens again and this is probably the biggest earthquake i've ever seen yeah no the end of the world literally starts right when he picks his family up yeah. like video game style like yeah, yeah. just so y'all know so right now, at this point, we're 35 minutes into the movie. Well, this part won't... Well, the rest of it really has no, not a lot of explanation, because yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be like, boom, blam, boom. Most of <laughs> yeah. the like actual like story and development is of, like the first like half hour, and then yeah. it's just like... <laughs> the first half hour and the last half hour, and in between, yeah. it's just yeah. one long special effect. Like I would say the yeah, last just... like 15 minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. like Disaster so porn. They're, they all pile into his limo. He's like, get in the fucking limo, because they're like, oh, we're going to stay under this table during this earthquake and as they get into the limo the earth literally is just falling apart <laughs> behind them they have to drive yeah. so fast yeah. like in that limo and it's literally like crumbling and falling apart like it's like cruising california yeah. you know they like take it's a sweet jump and drive through yeah, a building it's and the stupidest kind of like it's running from the disaster type yeah. scenario and not only is is the road crumbling but like all the buildings are falling around them cars are flying everywhere and they're like magically yeah, yeah like everything is just narrowly messing them over and yeah. over and over again there's a part where they go like this like a uh, overpass is falling and they like literally like slide yeah. just under it <laughs> they enough. scrape the roof on it it's yeah. so fucking stupid oh yeah it's like a sewage pipe just spray oh, yeah. shit all over there that's fucking gross. Well, I, I just want to, before we move on, I just want to say when they're in the house before the earthquake hits, it's the 
worst Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonator ever. Where he's like, this has been the worst eloquent. It was like, yes, I'm happy to say that the worst is behind <laughs> us now. Yeah, and then that's when the earthquake happens immediately after he says like, that. It was the worst impression. That's because the actual Arnold Schwarzenegger was on the boat. Of course. Oh. He, <laughs> duh. That's his body double. He threw his body double. That's fucked up. Mm, and that's why he was really laying it on thick that he was yeah. Arnold. I'm Arnold. <laughs> Even though I'm, I don't look like him. I'm him. Hey, hey, guys. I was in that movie Predators. <laughs> you running, sound, the Running Men. You sound like a not him. <laughs> Uh, like someone like from New York. Hey yo, uh, Hercules, New York. You know. I... And then when they finally get to the airport, the fucking pilot's dead. Yeah, randomly. Yeah. Even though he's standing in the middle of a fucking like <laughs> runway and right. they could fall on him. He he literally has like the gas pump in his hand, like when he died. Uh, but apparently Gordon and like the watch, his watch in the other hand. Yeah, totally. It's like I was just doing this. Maybe he was like one of those frozen. Uh, Fucking mammoths you were talking about. Oh, yeah, like it, it, it hit him so fast. Yeah, he got flash fucking... No. Flash flash murdered. Yeah. <laughs> flash murdered. Ah. Um, but it turns out Gordon flew once or took a flight class or something. Yeah, but... he was like, Deus Ex Machina there. But he obviously doesn't understand the severity of the situation because he like doesn't even want to try. Like, and then, like, oh, they want to fly. Yeah, and Cusack's like, just fly the fucking plane. And of course, as, as they start flying, everything is crumbling behind them, and the plane goes. Like, flies through a building. Like. Yeah. And goes down and then up, and you're like, oh my god, but it's intense. Like, yeah. this is all I, really intense. And for some reason, he decides to fly through the crumbling remains of los angeles and the sewer systems and there's that cool part where like the train goes flying like right above them and... i think i think it was because he didn't fly well so he kept like going too uh, it's low the whole earth is being upheaved so like what like you were on before is a thousand yeah. feet below you and what was like normal is like now ten thousand feet above you like and he's still trying to gain altitude he just took off so now they're going through yet another string of narrow escapes but this yeah. time in a plane, in a plane. <laughs> instead of in a car <laughs> they um, repeat both these scenes momentarily too yes and but they make it they make it they make it and and they get to uh las vegas Yellowstone. oh right yellowstone, yellowstone. oh no they go to those no, yeah they go the to map. yellowstone yep they go back to yellowstone so he can get that map that woody was telling him that his professor friend made yeah i know that's so weird yeah the daughter chases after him and he's like it's fine i'll take her but then it's are you it's a fucking me? pretty dangerous uh yeah, but the whole world's dangerous right now give a shit i mean like, the only yeah but they're they're like 20 miles away from the biggest volcano explosion that's ever happened in the history of the planet. They're saying that it's actually going to cover the earth with lava. Like, or, or at least like, America. No, like, yeah. And, yeah. and they're like 20 miles away from it, and they're completely fine. Their, ear, their eardrums don't explode. They're going to be blown nothing. away like Corey Haim. Oh. <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Wait. Who, wait. Nicole Egger blew both of them in that movie, right? Both Corys? Yeah. Yeah. Two Corys. Oh. Good for her. For the price of one. Um, so he brings his daughter and they're driving like fucking maniacs. Or he is. I guess he's the only person driving. Uh, he gets to Woody's place and it turns out Woody is actually at the volcano. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so now he has to take his daughter to literally drive to the volcano where Woody's waiting to be blown up. Um, and to ask him exactly where the map is. It's filed between Roswell and Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yep. And then uh, so Woody says he's going to stay. He doesn't want to try to go. 
He's going to fucking ride out this volcano, yeah. uh, and he's ready for it. But John Cusack and grabs his daughter, and they just fucking book it as fast as they can. I don't know how they are now out running this like lava blast where these like huge rocks are just <laughs> no, falling all so around them. Yeah, I wrote that. I wrote Cusack outruns a volcano. <laughs> Cusack outruns a volcano. <laughs> it's like a fucking like video game. It's like he's playing Tomb Raider and yeah. like he's dodging fucking boulders falling from the sky or yeah. some stupid shit. And he like doesn't that. have the map yet. I mean it's in the car. Would you guys have stayed with Woody or would you have fucking tried to book it and I would have been on the boat. I would have built the boat. I would have been in the boat. You don't have any fucking money. Yeah. I got my ways. Oh yeah. <laughs> Nah, man, I want to fight for my life. Yeah, I, I, I think I would have left too. I don't know if uh, I would stay with Woody. Dressed up as a giraffe, pretending um, to be one of the giraffes they all covered in. Yeah, and they'd be like, "Man, this is a small, pudgy little giraffe." <laughs> he smells like weed, but all right, put him on the boat. <laughs> put him on the boat. <laughs> oh, so we should probably say like, I, so during all the Cusack nonsense, Adrian is constantly butting heads with Oliver Platt because Adrian is like. We need to tell the world. We need to tell people what's going to happen. And then Oliver Platt is like, are you fucking kidding me? The world is ending. You know, like, it's not just Cusack. It's kind of like, because honestly, I think Adrian is the, the star of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, someone asked me who the hero was. They're like, oh, John Cusack's the hero. And I'm like, there's multiple heroes. Nah, cause, yeah, because I think like they try to show Cusack with his family. But then they also try to show Adrian maneuvering the political of this whole situation like well and nothing would have happened without him oh yeah like they, no one would have lived like i mean without him forcing people to listen yeah to him and shit like that because but like, then he also like saved the soul of the government in a weird way <laughs> or, or, of humanity really oh yeah you're right <laughs> so when they're uh still running past all the explosions um to get back to the plane they're it's like following them very quickly. I'm actually surprised they can breathe or like anything. Yeah. But uh, the earth once again is crumbling around them. Yes, it's crumbling directly behind them. The plane is waiting. And then the fucking dude like refuses to wait for John Cusack because he runs back in the Winnebago after they do a Winnebago jump. Um, <laughs> he runs back in to find the fucking map. And of course, instead of grabbing just all the maps and getting right. into the fucking plane, he's like looking through them to see fucking which one's the right map. And and then they again are out running. Uh, it's not an earthquake. Flying through a fucking disaster, <laughs> right? Like, so dodging the, boulders in an airplane. And again, they like yeah, down same again, fucking scene, and then like. back up, trying to escape all over again. But they managed to do it again. Thanks, Gordon. Good thing they represent the tenacity of the human spirit. That's right, especially Cusack. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, and then they learned in the in the, in the initial like all of that. After everything calmed down, two million people um, were dead, and you see uh, oh, Adrian yeah. and the rest of the guys like watching these videos, and you could see the disasters all over the world. Like, oh yeah, the world is fucked. Like there, there is no saving humanity. Like most of the world's population is gone. Right, right, and it's and the few people that are there are starving and like angry and uncomfortable. You're starving already? There's <laughs> only been like a day. <laughs> uh, are they going to go to the grocery store? <laughs> You'll start starving in fucking fourteen hours. Are well, you diabetic? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are. <laughs> this meteorite just crashed into Kenya, but man, I need a fucking Twinkie. Anyone and that also, was starving was already starving before that shit started. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. And after a big disaster, you get hungry <laughs> immediately. <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry to the point where you're about to die because you're starving. Man, did, did you see the size of that? Die. Did you see the size of that meteorite? I could really use a hamburger right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this God's name is made of cheese. I'll just eat the meteorite itself and save everyone. Fucking cocksuckers. 
What happened to all the shredded cheese, man? I want a burrito. So while they're watching all of that, everyone's like, fuck it. It's time. We got to all get on our rich guy boat right now. Um, yeah. But the and president. Rich woman boat. Rich woman boat. Rich person boat. Person That's boat. right. Uh, Danny Glover. Uh, oh, he's the president of the United States, which I don't know if we. Which is kind of interesting because Morgan Freeman was the president during Deep Impact. Yeah, I think there's a lot of movies that have like black presidents and stuff. It's just real life that really. No, no, yeah, didn't. Not right now. Well, one, <laughs> one out of all. <laughs> yeah, but I was th- I was thinking about that thing where Hollywood does like duplicate movies around the same time. Yeah, yeah, you know they always do. It's like they're they're gonna try to squeeze every last like cent out of like the summer disaster yeah. movies or like whatever yeah. they can possibly fucking do, and it's, and that's what's like sucky too because you ever like want to see this movie and then you look and you're like oh there it is on fucking netflix already damn but it's like instead of like deep impact it's like impact deep and then you start watching it you're like oh this is Uh, fucking bullshit knockoff ones though i think he's talking about like armageddon and asteroid yeah Uh, i think it's like it's like a studio where a guy's like what paramount's making what well fuck them we'll make our own too (laughs) we'll call it Super meteor. <laughs> Nailed it. Volcano. Volcano. Dante's Peak. Yeah, exactly. Cassandra Bullock. <laughs> yeah, because it was like Volcano and Dante's mm-hmm. Peak. And there was a... Asteroid Deep Impact and Armageddon. Yeah. And we're going to have to watch probably yeah. all of them. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so Danny Glover lets everyone know he's the president. And he's fucking going down with his ship. Good for him. He's a man of the people. He says, uh, I'm getting too old for this shit. And I'm going down with the ship. Mm-hmm. And he said, one young scientist is worth 20 old politicians. Good for him. And he was like, you're right. <laughs> Actually, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. President. Um, but the president has a daughter, and he makes her get on the plane. such an asinine move, too. Right. He thinks he's being <laughs> noble, but he's not. Yeah. Like, you still need someone in charge. Otherwise, fucking jerk-off McGee over there is fucking going to take charge, right. just like what happened. You can't just be like, well, I mean, yes, he can be, because he'll be dead. Yeah, fuck it. You do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, because at least, at least we know he was a good guy. He was a decent dude. Might, he might as well be there to keep all the assholes in line. I mean, and really, afterwards, they can make fucking Adrian their fucking president or king. Who cares? Like, they can do whatever the fuck they want. We're an empire now. Yeah, because the guy doesn't... He's like, I'm next. Like, Behold. Who says Who says you're fucking next? You? Fuck you. I don't know. And, and like, the vice president, for some reason, is dead, too? Yeah, he died in his... Yeah, the helicopter crash. Yeah, the helicopter crash. I mean, also, I guess there's the... Cusack storyline, there's the Adrian storyline, and then I guess there's a minor storyline of a Buddhist monk. There's a bunch of other stupid fucking little storylines. Oh yeah, then you find out that Adrian's dad is a... His dad's on a boat or some shit. He's yeah. a jazz player. Yeah, the, with, yeah, everyone's connected and everything's like really like circumstantial. Like, you know, when they get um, to the actual place where they meet the Russians... Oh, this guy happens to be a pilot. Yeah. You happen to need a pilot. Like they all like happen to like need and know each other. He goes and visits Woody, and Woody's like, "Oh, you know that guy? Yeah. He made this map that you need." Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because when they they're trying, so after they escape Yellowstone, they land in Vegas because they realize they have to go to China, so they needed a bigger plane. Mm-hmm. And then they run into asshole Russian, his two kids, mm-hmm. blonde, you know, dog girl, and then their pilot Sasha, the the blonde you know russian hero yeah yeah the chiseled uh hot russian guy <laughs> yeah so then they all get in a plane and they find out that gordon's a co-pilot a bigger plan yeah but then <laughs> they like, all know each other yeah. yeah and then gordon actually gave that girl her breast implants so it was like super connections. yeah yeah she she's the one that called over to him and his girlfriend was like what the fuck face like why do you know that big tittied hoe and he was like i put them titties in there i put them in there <laughs> with my penis mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then and then as they're With trying to penis. like take off, you see that the inside of the plane is enormous and they have like 40 cars. Yeah. Well, it's a cargo plane. Um but they're but they're also getting like the people in the tower like, "Excuse me, you can't take yeah. off." Who's that guy? <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me. And then you hear like ah! He's like the most yeah. dedicated air traffic control pilot in the <laughs> world. He's like the only one still there working. Here's where I wrote about that guy. The tower guy ordering them to stop as he's dying. What a buffoon. <laughs> There's like a huge dust cloud coming from the volcano that's going to like destroy them. But he's still at his desk being like, flight 474, you can't get, you You haven't gotten permission to fly away. That's what against you? the rules. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get in real trouble, mister. Yeah, and then and then he dies and obviously no one cares. They just fucking leave anyway. Oh, you you hear him die. He goes, yeah, you can't, you can't get on that plane. It's against the rules. Ah! Exactly oh, like, like that. What are you doing, yeah. Roland Emmerich? And yep. then we see the scene for a third time in the movie of a plane. <laughs> yeah. Dipping down, <laughs> flying through buildings and crap, narrowly but this, taking off. But this one is heavier. This plane's oh, heavier because they have 40 cars on it. <laughs> yeah. And, and they're flying through Vegas. And Tiffany, by the way, your plane gaining altitude noise was pretty <laughs> spot on. <laughs> it was perfect. <laughs> very i'm very impressed with that but then the movie does a weird flip around where adrian is kind of looking around at all the people who got chosen to be on the ships and it's all the people who could afford to be there and you're like wow this is what's going to survive the great apocalypse right. like all the rich pieces well of the shit. tickets are like three billion dollars a piece I'm sure it was also a lot of, like, scientists and Well, engineers. that's how he got on there. True. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, like, the bulk of the people were people picked, like, that you needed to survive the apocalypse. And then there was just a lot of seats. You like, know what, Josh? I needed to hear that. I yeah. were also sold. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, that's, right. like, a lot of the people, you know, in the White House. And, like, I don't think uh, What's-His-Face, uh, Adrian, would have been able to afford a ticket without having no. been the geologist that literally told them this was going to happen. Yeah, because, I mean, if you don't... If you don't have engineers and like agriculture specialists, they had a cushion, and fucking, yeah. like botanists and crap. You'll mm-hmm. just all, rich people will just die, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you need right. someone to grow your food and build your fucking buildings, right? Like, and and when you have nothing and have to start all over, you have to like make sewer systems and make food yeah. and buildings and shit like that. And you don't know how to do anything because someone fucking shines your shoes and wipes yeah. your butt exactly. every day. You push a button on your toilet and it washes your butthole. You would. <laughs> Oh man, I would kill for a bidet, dude. dude I don't understand why America doesn't fucking have bidets all over the place. Right? I'd go, I'd go gay for a bidet. <laughs> I bet you. I'm would. really happy. You guys telling me that made me feel really good. By the way, thank you. Yeah, no, they do say that though, because the, the president kind of lets them know that you know we need these important people. Like that's why you're coming too, because yeah. like, we need these people to like start. We need scientists and brilliant minds, not right. just the fucking greedy assholes that just want yeah. to enslave yeah. people and make yeah. them do shit for yeah. them. Um, even though that's exactly what's happening in China, uh, they have the you see these Chinese workers getting separated from their families. I think by Japanese people. Um, what? No, by the Chinese government. Oh, just the Chinese government. <laughs> yeah, that's they're fucking really good at that. Yeah, hey, build this or we'll kill your family. <laughs> yeah, so you see this family split up. It's a young. Uh, I think, like I don't think they purposely split them up. I think they're just offering jobs. I'm like, I don't think ones. no, because he was like, no, because they they were they were capturing people, being like, right. what can uh, anyone do? Shit. Can anyone yeah. read? Right? Who can weld? And a guy was like, I can weld. Because the old woman... Yeah, but that's what they do when they're hiring people. <laughs> but they're not hiring. Because when the grandma and the brother were getting on the truck to leave, the brother go. he waves at his brother and goes, hey, hey. And he's like, oh. And he turns around to leave. And they're like, no. 
you turn around, blah blah blah. So he's like forced to be there, and that's the oh, and no, that guy. I did not get that vibe. Yeah, Josh, I do appreciate that you think it was like a job fair and like. So... No, I watched. <laughs> so, it. I mean, have you ever seen people hire construction? Workers? I watched. There's I watched it three times. Of them, and they're like, "Who can do carpentry? Yep. Who can lay? Do they also nail? wear red bandanas on their fucking arm and fucking Heil Hitler while doing it? And like, what? <laughs> at Home Depot in front of Home Depot? No, Actually, this don't. is not Home <laughs> Depot. Yeah, this is China. It's the same thing though. That's how you find workers out of no, a big group. They of were forced to be there. They had people by the holding... Japanese, right? Because you watched it three times. Okay, <laughs> dude. But like, no, they pushed them all into that area, and that's why he that's wasn't allowed. That's how Chinese people move around. I, I think you're wrong. <laughs> shove them all in there. Just you're just louder. <laughs> <laughs> you're louder and wrong. louder and Wait, correct no so anyway yeah. they force those people to separate but that's also what makes this uh chinese guy realize that they're building these boats to these arcs to hold uh all the rich people on and, and he um is making a plan to get his grandparents and his brother to escape like a backdoor entry into it right because he's he's the one building it but none of the builders actually have um ways on but i think he's smarter i think what they try to establish that he's like a little bit more like figures things out where everyone else is just blindly welding he's kind of like putting pieces together well he wants he's kind of like the john cusack of china he, <laughs> he, he like wants, he, he wants to live and he wants his family to live but like um as you were like saying before mark where like uh, adrian's like oh are the workers gonna get like tickets too and then he's like if you want to trade your fucking tickets for some chinese workers be my guest because like this guy's working and he's not even gonna get a fucking ride but i mean it oliver platt is a piece of shit in this movie but, I mean, he does have a point. He's like, this is the survival of the species. I think I would take some of the workers, though, because they built the <laughs> thing that, like, is saving me. They built this city. <laughs> um, all right. So we go back to uh, Danny Glover. Ugh, do we have to? Yeah, yeah, we have to. It's a big deal. So, uh, apparently, <laughs> yeah, because there was a huge earthquake um, in, Wa- in uh, Washington, D.C. And Danny Glover's, you know, being the president. He makes an announcement. He tells everybody that, like, there's nothing we can do. You guys are just going to have to, like, suck it up. Yeah. And, do what your dad. And start praying, essentially. <laughs> but he's like, you know, we're all going to do it together as you humans. You can pray or not. Doesn't matter. Won't do anything. <laughs> Giving people the chance to know and do something about it. I don't know. He's also like, yeah, even though we're all different religions. We all believe Jesus. <laughs> we, all, we all worship Jesus. Yeah, he's like, I think... I think this will, like, make sense to all of us. And he's like, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And so, then cuts out and I was like. So Jesus is the one true God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that is the worst thing. You should have just done a generalized, like, bless everything. Yeah. I would be like, fuck all of you. Yeah. Fucking pieces of shit. That's why you're not the president. <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't have said that when I was the president, but the world's about to end. So I'd be like, I'm taking my pants off. Yeah. I'm yeah. taking my pants off. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> you guys all suck. This, this country is all your blows. Fault. <laughs> this country shitty assholes can't believe you voted for me like smoking a fucking cigarette on tv we have a small matter and There's then a tidal went, wave yeah and that's actually what happens he's going outside to find this little girl's dad and then uh the world's biggest fucking <laughs> tsunami wave. yeah tsunami with a battleship in it yeah yeah aircraft carrier yeah like. well i thought like i was like maybe he's still alive in america battleship sinks you <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, what? Well, I was like, maybe the thing didn't hit him. Oh, totally. And, like, he could hold his breath. Forever? <laughs> or, like, swim to the top. <laughs> I don't know. I was a little bummed. I, I liked that president. He was, like, the, you know. Yeah, knockoff uh, Morgan Freeman president. Right. Well, probably that, too. But I still liked him. I thought he was a good guy. Okay, so back to Cusack. 
Back and, to Cusack. And, and a bunch. So they, they're trying to get to China. They realize that they don't have enough fuel to get to China. Well, the Earth has shifted now, so their plans yeah, are fucked. But then, but then they find out. No, no, actually, that helps their plans because well, they're supposed to go to Hawaii. Yeah, but then Hawaii was like lava. But then, because of like the what is it, the core crust displacement theory, mm-hmm. the South Pole becomes Wisconsin. But luckily, because of that happened, China was now thousands of miles closer to where they were going. So the world actually shifted towards them. Right, right. So they think they're going to have to like do a crash landing in, yeah. in the ocean. In the it's ocean. In the mountains instead. Yeah, and it's in the ice. and uh... So the world moves right to where they need to go. <laughs> Perfectly. Because then they just land and then they're like a mile away from the uh, the ships. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's, yeah. it's really awesome because it's so convenient. Because <laughs> everything happens to be happening right there too. Because after, uh, is his name Sasha? Yes. Sasha gives his life so everyone can hop in the uh, voice-activated car and drive out of the airplane and land on the ground safely and comfortably. I will tell you, Sasha's death really affected me. Me too. I don't know why. I could care less about Sasha. (laughs) Who was Sasha? He was the guy having sex with his wife. He was just there when they got to Vegas. He was the guy with the horrible Russian accent. (laughs) It was... uh, it was pretty bad, but he did say Hawaii correctly. He said Hawaii. Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii. <laughs> I appreciated that. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. He's so, like, conscious of other cultures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they do a, they do the fake out, though, where, like, the I plane know. is, like, sliding towards the cliff. And then it stops. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, Sasha. And then he's like, thank you, American Jesus. I'm, And then the plane just flies off the cliff and he dies. Because it's always nice when someone who willingly sacrifices himself actually gets to live and like right. make it but like you know not the russian but they just so happen to park their car in the ice next to the chinese government yeah, who is shows up instantly with helicopters who is checking the tickets for the enormous ships where the russian guy happens to have three tickets one for him and one for his two sons but he leaves his uh mail order bride because apparently she was fucking no, he just got her at the store because he was already in russia <laughs> you don't need to mail her oh. let's go to the bride store locally grown Locally sourced. I love uh, that one. Uh, farm to table. Yes, yes, the blonde. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? Give me the redhead as well. Um, yeah, so they all get to go on the ships, and then um, Cusack's family has to get a ride with now the... Yeah, they happen to run into the one Chinese family Yes. who has the son, who was legally hired, mind you, mm-hmm. <laughs> who has a secret, <laughs> secret path into the fucking boat. Yes, and he's leading his grandparents and his brother, and John Cusack's wife is just begging him to take them, and the grandma's like, dude, you gotta take everyone. We are all human. We are all children of Earth. That's right. That's what she says. (laughs) So in two years, you get to see that the Chinese people built these, like, arcs that are pretty intense for two years. Big boats. So how many were there? Were there seven? Were there three? (laughs) It was very confusing to me. Seven? Okay. Yeah, I feel like there was supposed to be seven, but only three were functional. Right. Got it. Wait, really? Um, or, or finished or something like that. There was that. four that were finished and one of them got damaged. Oh, So okay, there was yeah, three in yeah. all. Okay. Because at the end, it just shows the three. Yeah. It shows you the three take off. Okay. Yeah. And like uh, right. uh, Adrian's friend in India was supposed to be picked up and those people did, never got picked up, I think, because their ships weren't. Probably, hey, yeah. you know what, Adrian? A lot of people didn't get picked up. Better just no one cared. <laughs> yeah, because... Because he ends up calling Cusack at that time and letting him know that there's a second yeah. tsunami coming in the other direction, even oh, faster, even faster than the one that they were planning for. So they now all have no, to jump in. He doesn't call Cusack. He what? He calls Adrian, not Cusack. Yeah, 
Did I not say to Adrian? Yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah. And then now they're like, fuck, we have 28 minutes yes. until this uh, second tsunami <laughs> <clears throat> hits us. So they have to get it all done. But now the Russian guy is punching people and freaking out because he's not getting on a ship. Yeah, because a rock, one rock fell on the top of their boat and now it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happens when you have the Chinese build your boat. You, you think you could all just be in it because yeah. they weren't really going anywhere. They had a better chance of just locking themselves in it and not right. like... Yeah. On a rock. Right. Because <laughs> it's not going to hit shitloads of rocks when it's dr- fucking floating around the mountains. Yeah. So then like there's that like moment of humanness of like Adrian's like... Those people who are going to be on ship number three, we can't just let them die. We have to, like, let them on our boat. And blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> he he cool. tries to make a touching speech about the book he read. Um, Stretcher loves speeches. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, this movie could have been at least 30 minutes shorter. Uh, <laughs> he likes, you know, another touching speech about how we're not humans. And if we start this way and not let these people on, what kind of people will we be? Yada, yada. And so they open the doors to let everyone in. Uh, Cusack and friends get to actually sneak in. And the Russian girl calls for her dog because yeah. she sees it on the platform and she gets her dog back uh, before she's drowned. For no reason. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So she died, right? Yeah, they drowned her for okay. no reason. Yeah. She, yeah. she survived all that time and then all of a sudden they drown her. Yeah. Oh, so we find out, though, that Cusack and the uh, Chinese folks, them getting on the ship, they fucked up and dropped the thing in the gears. Yeah, they dropped their Ripley mech arm yeah. in the gears. <laughs> yeah, so now the doors won't close and the engines won't start unless the doors are closed for some weird fucking reason. Yeah, so they're all going to blame it on Adrian because they tried to open the doors to let those people in and now they can't fucking close the doors and yeah. the water's coming any minute. <gasps> and they can't turn the engine on if the doors aren't closed because fucking yeah. Yeah. Chinese people designed this boat. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> so Cusack has to risk his life. Yep, it's a to, suicide mission. Just went back into the, the engine room. To, like, remove the thing. Yeah, and Cusack has to, like, manually pull that thing out of the gear, which looks fucking huge and right. strong. Oh, we forgot about her boyfriend getting chopped in the gears well, for no reason. Gordon! Gordon! Oh, Gordon! Dude, I got, I, because, you know, I hated Gordon. Right. And then you find out that the son really kind of, like, digs Gordon. Yeah. And you find out that Gordon's, actually, you know what, he's been kind of a stand-up guy the entire time. It was a yeah. comic relief, like. Yeah, but they finally, yeah. like, kind of all, remember that part where they all huddled together in the airplane and Gordon's like, oh. Oh, that sucks. Better get chewed to death by gears yeah. feet first. <laughs> they don't need him anymore to ruin their happy family, so they just got rid of him. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He was like, man, I don't, I'm not needed. It's bad writing is what it's called. <laughs> By the way, it wasn't a suicide mission. There was an air bubble and they got out fine. <laughs> yeah. No, but the guy clearly said it was a suicide mission. <laughs> yeah, even though it wasn't even close to a suicide mission. No. I mean, I guess it would be a suicide mission because if he didn't get it out, everyone dies. Right. <laughs> including him. And the other two boats are like, fucking peace. Yeah, but yeah. It's, <laughs> they're like, you. we're not opening our so doors. So you get for opening your doors. Oh, no, all, all the ships open their doors. That's right, because they all had to agree on it. The, the people of England and Australia have decided to open the doors. Mm-hmm. But then the Amer- the Americans were just the only assholes that people fuck up the gears. Here is why you don't fucking just kill yourself if you're the president, because so you can be there to make and choices. Be like, open the doors. I'm important. Yeah. <laughs> I am the president. I'm Danny Glover. Yeah, he was he was trying to do the right thing, but he did not. He right. got hit by an aircraft carrier. Right, and then and kind of made the whole government kind of fall apart a little yeah. bit. Yeah, <laughs> but they finally do get it closed. People are mostly happy. It they, seems like they but, almost hit Mount Everest. Right. Well, first they get the wave comes. 
and they're all holding on, but apparently their arc isn't connected to the building like the other arcs are, so it just starts floating out. a rock hit it or some shit like that. Oh, Air Force One did. Air Force One. Air Force One hits it, and then they're floating out of control because they couldn't turn their fucking uh, motors on. Because the doors were open. Because the doors were open. (laughs) And so they finally get the door closed as they're hitting Mount Everest and are able to back away from it, like making minimal destruction. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they they punch a hole in, like, the front of it and then just back up. Like, they fucking backed into, like, a Buick or something. They're like, oh. Right. (laughs) And Dwight Jr. is like, yeah! (laughs) <laughs> and they're so excited. Oh, now I know who you're talking about with Dwight Jr. <laughs> a rock falls on top of it and it mm. breaks, but it could fucking pile face first into a mountain and it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. And then and then they live, I guess. You 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 see like they start a whole new year. It's uh the two thousand thirteen. The twenty seventh day of the first month of the first year. It just kinda sucks to lose all that, you know time yeah i mean at least they don't have to go to work it's true it's true bro yeah they barely lost any time and then it turns out that africa completely survived without getting harmed by anything and it's the highest peak of the world and now they're on their way there all the billionaires so the world isn't completely because the whole like first 85 percent of this movie they're saying how like the fucked how fucked the world is gonna be right like the world is done like we're we're done and then, like, a month after the apocalypse, the world is fine again? Uh, it is in Africa. It just resettled. Like, waters recede. Wow. Yeah, they said the waters were receding faster than they thought. Dang. So now they're able to, like, you know, rebuild faster, apparently. But um, oh, that's convenient. Yeah, it is convenient. And so now they're no, just going to... Well, are starved to death because of the thousands of people we let onto the boat who didn't belong here. Right. And now they're going to go to Africa and enslave them and build their own pyramids. There's no oil in Africa. Yeah, there are. No. No one lived they said. That. They said no. No, they said no. Africa didn't flood, but that didn't mean it didn't get the shit rocked out of it. It didn't mean no. it didn't have, like, massive... Earth crushing earthquakes, yeah. like because that's how the that's how it's the highest peak is because a mountain appeared where there wasn't a mountain before. Yeah, I think there's people there, mm. and I think they're gonna <laughs> fucking make... Murlocs or something. I... <laughs> the Murlocs. No, all, all the reptilians that were under underneath <laughs> Africa and their mountain fortress shot out. That's where they're actually going. Well, if all the conspiracies <laughs> are true, then yeah, I do believe <laughs> that. If all the conspiracies are true, I believe Woody. I stand with Woody. <laughs> Mark, what was your best line? Oh, geez, we're jumping right into it. Uh, okay, my best line was, women pay me thousands of dollars to have me touch their boobs. You get my hands for free. I, yep. I was like, what a fucking piece of shit. Fucking Gordon, you motherfucker. And that's why Gordon died. <laughs> because of that one line? Mm-hmm. If the, well, and in the beginning, he was super douchey, too. You could tell he was a guy that just... Like, he was kind of a good dad to the kid, kind of, but also teaching a kid to be a fucking arrogant douchebag isn't necessarily right. a good thing, or a kid to hate their dad. Yeah. Well, I think it's a better lesson that, no, if you're an arrogant douchebag, you'll be chewed apart by gears. <laughs> <laughs> screaming, <laughs> screaming as you die. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's better than being his father, like this guy who wrote one book once and then didn't amount to anything afterwards. Is it? Yeah. I would rather kind of had an unsuccessful, like, slacker dad than a fucking sociopathic plastic surgeon dad. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> He'll be like, here's how you hate poor people and minorities. <laughs> All women are just sacks of meat that you cut into to make money. <laughs> I like you making Gordon did this horrible person that, like, none of that. He was a horrible oh, person. All plastic surgeons are horrible people. <laughs> oh. They're all fucking sociopaths. <laughs> I mean, like, like re- reconstructive surgeons are different. But, like, people who are just like, I'm just going to, like, make your parts bigger. By with this knife, 
<laughs> your nose is a little too pointed. We can round that off and you'll look perfect. Right Get you on this table and chop you yeah. up. Yeah. That's all plastic surgeons. That's He's- how they make their money. It's like it's like in Little Shop of Horrors when that guy's mom realized he was a fucking sadist and a lunatic. She was like, oh, you're going to be a dentist. That's I feel, feel how most plastic surgeons get into it. So that's, so that's Gordon then. That's right. The you're dealing with me. Yeah. I feel like they're their mom is like, catches them like cutting the eyes out of a cat or something and they're like, oh, we're just going to enroll you in plastic surgery medical school. Here you go. You'll be a dentist. And they're like, oh, I can just scoop women's eyes out for a living. <laughs> and make money. People pay for this. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not a bad gig. All right, Tiffany, what was your uh, favorite line? My, my favorite line was uh, when John Cusack went into Woody's uh, trailer for the first time, and Woody's like, hey, he's like, pickle? Pickle? And then Cusack's like, no. <laughs> like, no. right after. It was it was, uh, it was the best. <laughs> Do you have any favorites? Yeah, my least favorite was when, like, Gordon, <laughs> when there was the stupid fucking line, he's like, I feel like there's just our, this rift in between us. Whatever yes. stupid shit he said, and the earth literally opens up yeah. in between them. I was like, and, well, that was fucking a then, shitty joke made fucking to life by your CG team. Like, And the same thing when they were in the Vatican and uh, the crack went yeah. right between God and Adam's fingers. So it's like the separation of God and man. Right. <laughs> fucking dumb. But, but they did a lot of stuff like that. Like the same like cheesy like kind of zinger line and then it would crack. Right. You know? Yeah. Which like, is just fucking stupid. Yeah, like when like, someone gets their head cut so, off and they're like, don't lose your head. Yeah, it's so eye-rollingly bad. Yeah. And my favorite, I don't even know what my favorite line was. I like when the guy said the plane was Russian. In the Russian accent. He's like, yeah. it's Russian. Big plane. Yeah, and the kid was like, oh, you mean shitty and fucking too big and gonna <laughs> fucking crash into the ocean on us? Yeah, thanks for your crappy fucking communist fucking ship. I'm glad your workers got paid two loaves of fucking bread to put this piece of crap together. And Dude, two loaves? Are you kidding me? Cool. <laughs> your pinko fucking... Your fucking pinko <laughs> shitty fucking gets 3,000 yurts to the gallon or whatever the fuck So you can is. hold 50 cars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How much do you uh, think this movie cost? Show on. 200 million? To make. To make? Uh, oh, yeah. Um... I'm gonna say 35 million. Oh, Josh, Lord, Josh yeah. was right. It was 200 million. <laughs> Some people say it was like 250 million. Yeah. That's so, why I was saying it's like. Some people what? say it was. <laughs> <laughs> Some people still say. <laughs> On a cold night, you can hear Ruth and Emmerich counting his checkbook. So opening weekend, it made a little over 65 million. Respectable. And then uh, complete total gross was like 166 million. So it did yeah, not make money. It lost nothing. a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer, but it's just like insane. That's like international and everything all together? Yeah. Oof. That's a, yeah. took a fucking bath on that one. Yeah, they sure did. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the actors made plenty of I'm sure they're doing fine. Well, the actors, it's the producers that, that don't make money. No, I, I mean, I'm sure they paid Cusack and... Amanda Peet. Eh, I don't know if they had to pay her. How do you say the uh, actor's name, Adrian? Oh, Chiwetel Ejiofor? Yeah. He didn't make a lot. Yeah. Oh, he made, probably made a million or two. Yeah, I was going to say he probably made less than Cusack, even yeah. though he was the this better... This was before uh, 40 Years a Slave and all that shit, too. Yeah, but he, he actually fucking acted his heart out. Yeah. Like, I wanted to. I would have just phoned that crap in, dude. No, but he, he did he did a really good job, because it was his job to be, like, the empathetic heart. He had a step, yeah. And he was. I just wanted to fucking came in, said my... Like Peter Dinklage in Destiny. When he was just like, came in, took his money, said his lines, and left. He was like, that's fucking it. <laughs> Phoned it in. So do you guys... uh Do you love it? Do you hate it? 
I, I, I do not like it. I would recommend that you watch San Andreas with The Rock instead because it is the same shit, just made better. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't. I haven't seen it. But I, it makes me nervous when the actual disasters take place where I live. You'll love this one. Then. Like Planet of the Apes. Fucked. We got fucked so hard. <laughs> oh yeah. San Francisco just takes in a butt, you techie piece of shit. <laughs> what you fucking get? I hope you drown in your tsunami. I, I, yeah. Unlike this movie where they just say the barrier got a pretty bad, San Andreas is like. Let us show you how bad it gets. Yeah, I hate watching the Golden Gate crash and shit. I'm just like, no. Oh, boy. I hope you fucking die with your iPhone and your artisan $50 <laughs> fucking latte. I hate, yeah, like in Planet of the Apes when all the monkeys are like going across. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is this is so scary. And then they go and live in Marin. It's <laughs> <laughs> stupid, too. That movie's good. That movie is not good. I liked them. Dude, so I uh, I had downloaded that movie at first, and like it took me a good twenty minutes to realize like that there were supposed to be subtitles on the monkeys. So <laughs> oh yeah, I think I was trying to watch it with you. So they were just kind of like, am I supposed to know what they're saying? Well, I I mean I got it. Like, wow, this is really artistic. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, I could see that. Like, why would I know what they were saying? Really made no sense. He was the only genetically clear mon- monkey. Why were the rest of them getting fucking smart? Because they were having they they a bunch of them shot that shit up. And then they bred. Did They made bread? No, he opened up the door and like shot everyone with a different serum so they all got smart. And I'm not afraid do- of monkeys. He's Dr. Zayas. I'm afraid of a Terminator because that shit can happen. <laughs> a fucking monkey getting smart is not something that scares me. Why? Because a monkey's not going to get smart, organize a rebellion, <laughs> arm themselves, and storm the gates of San Francisco. Says who? As where a fucking computer <laughs> might decide, like, Sisu. I just Sisu. hate humans. <laughs> I'm going to fucking shoot them all with nuclear weapons and build killing death robots. They can kill monkeys, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All the monkeys died making this movie. <laughs> and a robot would fuck a monkey up. It would beat the shit out of one of those monkeys. A Terminator? Especially the liquid one? I don't know. I just saw a monkey kind of get pretty grumpy. The gorilla? Oh, yeah. boy. Terminator ripped that thing's arms off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark. What's your uh, pick for next uh, next month? Oh, boy. I don't know. I mean, I have a few choices here. Oh, you have a couple. Okay. Oh, yeah, but I'm, like, wondering which way to go with it. Um, You should go your own way. All right. I'm actually going to pick The Rock. I just watched that. There you go. The Rock? Yeah, on Alcatraz, The Rock. With Sean Connery and Nick Cage. I don't think I've ever seen that oh, movie. So really? Good. So good. Well, it's actually, it's funny because when I was thinking about what movie I'm going to pick, uh-huh. I was like, all right, I got to pick a Cusack movie. So I was like, I'll pick The Rock. And then, like... You should have picked Con Air. And then I was like, oh, wait, I'm thinking of Con Air. But I'm like, ah, fuck it, I already picked Con Air. I already picked The Rock, so. It's <laughs> the same movie, essentially. Just one's on a plane, one's on an island. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. But no. Oh, I'm, is the is the Rock an island? Dwayne Johnson is an island. The, it's Alcatraz. Okay. Oh, you mean, no. None of that makes sense. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Mark, you got some... Uh, social media stuff for us going now oh, so yeah people can check that out too if they like our yeah. show and well we have a website it's intermissionpodcast.com mm-hmm. uh we have instagram which is uh intermission <laughs> intermission <laughs> uh kill me i love it intermission underscore podcast and then twitter is just intermission pc Awesome. Because we're very politically correct. That's right. And and Mark actually uh, takes Chinese movie posters on Instagram and uh, arts them all up. Like I said, he's a he's a he's an art kind of guy. One of those kids <laughs> in high school. It's all about montage. I make my spirit boards. You know, my dream boards. I shove them and give them whimsy. <laughs> and you write it in your whimsy log. <laughs> my whimsy log. <laughs> my I whimsy put it log. in a big book of grudges. 
<laughs> you make the list, Josh. Yeah, well, thanks for listening, guys. Tell your friends to listen if you liked it. And then uh, join us with The Rock. The rock, rock, the rock. With The Rock? No. No. <laughs> Sean Connery and Nick Cage. We already went over this. Right, with them. With The Rock. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks, Josh. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Oh, you're welcome. See you guys next time. Bye. Double finger guns. <laughs> <laughs>